Hi, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Talk Sessions with Co, and I am your girl, Life Coach Co. And I am super excited, as always, to have a special guest with us today. One of my fellow co-authors for the book, Women Connected in Wisdom, and also one of the fellow female entrepreneurs out there doing her thing. Shannon, are you there? Yes. Hi. How are you today? So excited to be here. How are you? I'm doing well, girl. Doing well in our busy lives. I'm keeping up. Good. Awesome. So, Shannon, I know that you have Shalo Glow going out right now, and you are out there killing it with the skincare. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Thank you. Yes. So, Shalo Glow is the name of my business. Love it. Started as a shea butter company, and now it's grown to actually a glow kit. So, we have a simple three step process. The first step is going to be our dark brown sugar scrub. I use that after my soap. It's going to leave you nice and moisturized with that grapeseed and honey. The second step is going to be our multi-use oil, the Shalos oil. That you can use for your scalp, hair, skin, and nails. And then for the third step and final step, right, the shea butter that has coconut oil and aloe. That's where the name of the company comes from. Shalo is the shea butter and the low is the aloe, right? And that's going to seal your skin, your moisture barrier. That helps seal your immune system and we teach you how to glow from head to toe Ooh, teaching me how to glow from head to toe i love that shannon i love some of the products that you're um putting out there like the brown sugar scrub you know yeah. i'm big on brown sugar i love that and just being able to allow my skin to have some type of moisture because i'm one of those people that kind of could be considered kind of big ashy so Mm -hmm. i need something to be able to you know penetrate this skin okay yeah yeah and that's the biggest thing you know is that even if no matter your size we know what it feels like when your skin is not taken care of when it's dry and it's cracked it mine i know mine my i have sensitive skin it literally hurts you know it's like if i take too long to stretch my muscles start tensing up i need to stretch mm-hmm. it out same thing with the moisture got to stay moisturized absolutely and i have that problem in the winter time that if i don't have like really moisturizing lotions and mm-hmm. oil mm-hmm. my skin is going to crack and that hurts especially mm-hmm. around my legs that thin skin on the top of your legs Mm. oh man it is painful so you're right yeah and a lot of people think about it in the winter time right because it gets colder and they can feel their skin crack it's interesting you asked me um on our ig live that we just got off of when do you or um what made me start the products right the Mm -hmm. sugar scrub that you bring up is actually from um, my research on shaving and waxing, right? And that's what we usually do in the summertime when our legs are out, underarms out. We want to make sure we're nice, presentable, looking cute, going to the pool, all these different things. And how do you take care of your skin when that stuff is ripped away and cut up from these razors or the wax? Or even I would, and I don't know much about laser hair removal, but what I will know is even if it doesn't have any side effects or negative harm for your skin, which I'm not sure of, I would still take care of the skin right before and after you're going to have that procedure. And that's what the glow kit does. It makes sure that you can take off those dead skin cells. That's going to leave your, your skin cleaner, right? It's going to make it so you don't have hairs. You don't have as many 
bumps and um, different patches of skin because you're taking care of it all the same in an even way. And then the oil was beautiful because I was so used to using shea butter, but the oil is lighter. You know, mm -hmm. when you use the oil before, you need less butter because you're not just putting the shea butter on top of dry skin. You're putting it on top of moisturized skin. So it's been like a whole new experience of at first I would joke like, oh, I'm going to be oiled and buttered. And now I want to be scrubbed and oiled and buttered. And this should be every day. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Like you, you're selling me. You're selling yeah. me right now. Like I love it because for one, we are talking about social wellness as it pertains mm. to self-care. And that's a big thing for me. When I'm talking about self-care, I'm talking about being sure that I'm taking care of the best parts of me. And I would like to, my skin to be one of the best parts of me. And I know it's not all about the physical, but right now we're discussing the physical piece of yeah. taking care of yourself. And being scrubbed, buttered, and oil sounds like a, a <laughs> trip to the spa to me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, I've been doing research again on how to glow from head to toe. And in my research at the end of last year on how to take care of your feet is actually something I don't know if you know this. It's actually something that diabetics and different people with different conditions should do because you might have a loss of sensation and certain nerve endings or certain parts of your body. So that means when you get hurt, I know I run into stuff a lot, you know, I need, mm -hmm. I need Shalo glow for the, the bruises and everything, but if you're hurt and you don't check that part of your body, who knows how long it's going to be there. And we know what happens when stuff lingers before, you know, longer than it should and is not treated, then it can grow into something more serious. And so, you know, I make it light and like we were talking about earlier, definitely make it fun and make it that time that I look forward to spending with myself. But it's also very intentional about being preventative. Thankfully, mm -hmm. I have all the senses everywhere in my body. I think I would know if something was cut on my foot, you know, but not everybody has that right now. So that's something else that I think about when I think about us taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. And you talked about something really important, how um, we let things linger and keep. Yeah. And I know that's a big deal for black women for several different reasons. It's not just to put all the blame on us. We're taking care of business. We're taking care of children. We're taking care of our families as well as, you know, we just have a lot going on. And also, you know, just from my own personal experiences and talking to other people, sometimes these doctors don't listen to us. Sometimes they don't. Um, fee for our needs you know they just kind of send us off and just send us home and we're like left paying a doctor's bill that basically we didn't get anything done for because mm. I'm big on that with my heels like you just said my heels are always hurting when I'm standing for a long time whether that's cooking going to the gym or just you know at work my heels always hurt and so I, I would love to have something to help me just massage that at night yeah yeah, I remember right before COVID happened, I had just stepped down. Um, so so let's go even further back. What you said about the doctors, right? So my mom was sick. She was sick. She had cancer. And my dad had cancer. So when she told me about her loss of appetite, stuff like that, I got her some insurance shakes, right? I, knew, I remember my dad having those. And so I got her some. And I was following up on how she liked them. And I asked her what her doctor said. I said, what did your doctor say about me giving you the insurer? And she said, oh, you know, she said it was a good idea that she liked it, that, you know, that I should keep doing it. And so I would have thought that when I asked her that, I would be glad that the doctor liked it. Right. But I actually got upset 
because I'm like, how can I, with my psychology degree, be telling you as a cancer patient something that you should have to help with your loss of appetite, which is something that is is common in this situation, right? And yeah. they, did, they did not tell you. I had to tell you. Are you? I was. I was highly upset. You know. And that's so, true. That's yeah. true. It's disappointing. Yeah. And and I get that. You know, all basins aren't always going to be covered. There is a whole list of reasons that we could come up with things and why they might happen. My thing is that outside of that, make sure that you are taken care of because it might slip their mind, and then you're gonna be over here down and out. And you know what I mean? Like we got to make sure that we're taken care of. So. It was that in my mom's situation. But then after that, too, thinking about chronic illness, thinking about what we do have control over, again, talking about the physical, um, even before we start taking care of other people, we got to make sure that we're okay enough to be here in the capacity that we're helping people in. You know, maybe I can't afford, if my physical is down, then I can't afford to be there on your birthday party. And if you as my friend can't understand that, then maybe that's a relationship we need to reconsider or reconsider the closeness of it, you know, cause I have to be able to take care of myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you hit on some very important points and what you said, going back to the doctors and saying, that's a really good idea. A similar situation happened with my mom becoming pre-diabetic and her just not having the proper education on how to eat and what things make her feel bad or increasing her app, um, increasing her um, certain things that she needed to intake because she wasn't eating enough. And the things that she was eating, she wasn't eating the right things. Like maybe banana has too much sugar in it. So she's thinking that she's eating healthy because she's eating a fruit, but mm-hmm. really it turns into sugar and is making her feel bad. Mm-hmm. So I got her three books um, that I researched and talked to trainers and stuff about um, different dishes that she can come up with for uh, pre-diabetics, you know, just making it attractive, making it fun, because I know that she likes uh, cookbooks and things like that. And also giving her the educational piece so that she can know what best suits her so she can make decisions when she goes in the store and that she'll be educated on it. But again, you're someone that has a psychology degree. I'm the same person that has a psychology degree, two of them. But I'm not a doctor. So therefore, someone should have been able to educate her on what she should do. I shouldn't be giving Mm -hmm. her stuff off Amazon and having to do the research. Now, I'm happy to do it because that's my mom. But it's things like that that bring us back to making sure that we stand up for ourselves, that we speak out for ourselves. And that, again, we treat ourselves like individuals because if we're going to wait around for other people to do it, we're going to be out of luck. Right. And I mean, it's even and we were talking about this today on the podcast, right? Intellectual wellness. It goes back to how are the how are the experts that you're going to train? When I learned a lot about natural medicine, it was through this company called Lupus Kitchen. I was in college and Miss Lupa, older white lady in her 70s, moving around like I was moving in college. And I had never thought about how older people moved in a difference until that really. And I, I saw the difference between her and I, or the closeness between her and I, am I saying that right? Her and my actions. And then her clients who would come in for the kombucha, for the sauerkraut, for uh, 
the different things that we would do in the dehumidifier and the nuts and the the granola mixes and they would be moving like older you know older I was used to older bodies moving and even a little bit better because they are a, cu- a customer of lupus kitchen so we knew that it would be healthier but just seeing the physical differences showed me that was proof enough for me in the naturopath in the naturopathic medicine that she had been uh, she had got her education in. And that's when I learned about the difference between an allopathic doctor, which is what we think about. And they think about medicine and prescriptions and the naturopathic doctor. And just like the name of it, they go the natural way. And before it used to be combined. And then back in the 1900s, I think it was like, I, I don't want to misquote the year. She told me again, this is back in college, but it was separated. Like a lot of our stuff was separate the information. Right. And so when you look at the medical industry, the doctors aren't trained in, like you talk about carrots for eyesight, they're trained in, well, something's wrong with the cataract, so let's get a scan and then let's see what, what schedule, you know, what schedule we can put you on for surgery. So when you're going to a certain place for information, the question is, is our motivation the same? If my motivation mm. is to do it naturally, then I have to go to the right place. If not, I, I, I don't want to be surprised when somebody else gives me an answer that's not from the place that I wanted when our motivations are not the same or our and our educations aren't the same. And that makes sense. That's really good. Going back to being naturalistic and taking care of your body and making the best choices for your body, as we talked about on the IG Live, just um, making choices to give you more energy mm-hmm. and just having some more of those, having a little bit more intellectual insight on how I can definitely take care of my body. And I know that sometimes making those choices are hard when we're busy and things are more convenient and we don't want to cook. But that's when I think about the book that I read, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And we're talking about making it attractive and making it good, just like you just said, hey, making it attractive, I'm going to spend time with myself and just make my body, you know, just butter myself up and just give that time mm-hmm. to myself to massage myself. And that's the same way we can do with food. Hey, I'm going to make it attractive by getting things that I like and mm-hmm. finding new recipes and different ways to cook and prepare things to tap into my creative side. Because mm-hmm. I feel like now that I've given myself more time to cook, and I'm making like these Tuscan salmon and Tuscan shrimp and Cajun shrimp and um, shrimp are low in calories. You know, I'm just making different choices, making it fun for myself and taking it creatively because I feel like now it's expanding so much of my writing. It's just making me a better writer by stepping into a different side of creativity for me. Do you ever feel like that? Oh, absolutely. And that's why I love what I, it's extremely difficult, seven days a week for almost a year, right? And not all 52 weeks, definitely took some trips and have had some great time, um, some great times and memories, but being able to balance it, you know, being able to balance a full-time salary job. So, you know, that's more than full-time, that's more than 40 hours, right? And two businesses, I can do that because one, I love what I'm doing. These are the type of conversations I have anywhere I'm at anyways. So that's just part of my purpose. That's how it feels, right? Um, but doing the social media, creating the graphics, creating the captions, or thinking about what to say in conversations like this, help me stay light on my feet and quick to make decisions on 
the verbiage when I'm coaching somebody at work or, oh, shoot, this guy's going to be mad. What do I say? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and mind you, still be walking towards this person because we got to go. So I got to figure it out right now. And I'm about to say it. Go. You're on stage, you know. Um, and so, yeah, definitely helps me use both my left and my right side of my brain. And I'm intentional about that, too. Mm-hmm. You have to. Um, just staying in the in the professional development, staying in the creativity side. And so, again, those are steps towards treating yourself like an individual. Hey, I want to be more educated on something because I don't want to have to keep going to the doctors. They don't know how to treat me or they don't know what to do next. Or I just don't want to be all up in the doctor's office mm-hmm. all the time. So, hey, what can I do to make this situation better for me? I can make yeah. better choices by you know choosing better foods making this fun for me so that it can be attractive and it can be something that I want to do and now I feel great as an individual taking care of myself and doing something extra for myself so I love that and then it goes into the other eight dimensions of wellness that I would like you to talk about because not only is Shannon an entrepreneur and business owner of Shalo Glow, but she's also a host of Women Connected in Wisdom podcast. So can you tell us about that as well? Yes. So again, I've been loving having all these conversations on Women Connected in Wisdom. Today was the 81st episode. So we've been doing it for a while. We're currently the top 10% in the world. And yes, like Courtney said, we're about to, yes, yes. Uh, publish this book that she's a part of. Her topic is on social wellness. Mine is on physical wellness. As we talk about Shalo Glow, the three different steps to make sure that your your immune system is taken care of by protecting your skin, right? Again, that's a fun way to do it. Um, what else? We have intellectual wellness. That's what we talked about today on the podcast. So not only your IQ, but also your openness to new ideas, right? Um, environmental wellness. That could be the workspace that you occupy, your home space, and environmental, literally outside, the outside environment and how you connect with it, right? What's your relationship like with it in both do you cycle, but also in your level of respect to it? How, how often do you think about environmental wellness? Today, we were talking about hugging trees and talking to trees and had some good questions on that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Mental and emotional is one. And I love that we put those together. A lot of times, but I definitely feel like I have some mental allergies, right? Somebody Mm -hmm. and there goes an allergic reaction and my emotions are different than they were before that happened, right? Um, Yeah. What else? Financial. That was definitely affected in in COVID and how people's, like my uh, unemployment was late. We could talk about that. That's a whole nother conversation, right? (laughs) But financial wellness. Um, And again, I would have loved to have that for myself instead of hoping that somebody else had it for me at a certain time, right? Uh, Spiritual wellness is one, definitely been an anchor in everything. And um, my peace in this, the crazy storm of the past few years. What else? Oh, I think this is the last one, occupational wellness. So that's talking about the workplace, the environment in the workplace, how you fit into it. Do you feel like you have space to grow? You know, are you being developed? What do those conversations look like when you need to talk to somebody? And do you feel like you have space to do that? If so, great. What do you look like in adding to that environment? And if if not, then what do we do about it? Mm. And I love the way you broke all of that down because it just goes into one step further friends as we talk about social wellness out of the eight dimension of wellness and today we are definitely focusing on the self-care piece Mm -hmm. and that self-care self 
is treating yourself like an individual, treating yourself like a separate person and having great things to say about yourself, giving yourself grace. So all of that goes into that. Hey, mentally and physically, mentally, how am I speaking to myself? Mm -hmm. Am I going to therapy about those situations that I'm struggling with that I can't get past? And just like you said, you had an allergy, your emotions changed, and now what's going on now? Something someone did made me react in a way like a skin rash or something like that. You know, it's the same difference. So you want to go to therapy. You want to work with a life coach. Hello. You want to work with these people to try to help you get to the best version of yourself. And I believe that that is a form of self-care. That is a form of treating yourself like an individual. How are you talking to yourself? We just talked about that on the IG lives. I was talking about, you know, I don't think that I always say the nicest things to myself and need to work on that. Would I talk to my mother like that? Would I talk to my students like that? So it's like, why would I talk to myself like that? But also get into the root of that. Why am I talking to myself and handling myself like that, as you said? And then going a step further, when we talk about intellectual and financial, I want to know things. I want to know how to handle my finances properly. I want to know how to take care of myself and be a woman out here bossing in Mm -hmm. my entrepreneurship and not going out of business in two years because I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my money. And also not paying my bills and stuff. So it's all of that goes into treating yourself like an individual under the eight dimensions of wellness, which we are talking about today. So Shannon, as you kind of talked about, I'm talking about social wellness. So that means that my chapter on Miami beaches and Georgia beaches is going to be talking about those adult friendships that we go through. Mm -hmm. Yours is going to be physical wellness. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, so yes, my chapter is glow from head to toe. And I, I think I want to take it even a step further than an individual. I'm not, and not that anybody is just a random person out here, you know, but royalty, like how mm. I want be how Beyonce is treated, how all these, how that's how I see it in the good ways. Cause I know there's a scale and different ways that people are treated, but that is how I'm going to treat myself. You know, yeah. when I were to make the most money that I'm ever making in my career or my life, how will I take care of myself? How would I pay somebody else to take care of me? That's how I want to think about myself already. You know, my belly button is is worth moisturizing today. Um, and not just on that day. And so um, that's what I think about. And that's what the chapter is about. You know, how to use the, the three products, why it started. But really the most important thing, even if nobody ever, if the reader never buys the product, I want them to walk away with, you were worth being taken care of, you know, because um, when I think about my my friendships, those have been some of the most pivotal t- pivotal times when I realized I wasn't being treated how I felt like I should have, but I still let it happen or I didn't realize it in the situation. Why was that, you know? So how can we walk through situations and allow ourselves to be mistreated or not taken care of? That's what I had to forgive we talked about self-forgiveness earlier on the show that's what I had to forgive myself like you know myself stay in this situation too long and that's the same thing with our bodies you know I don't I don't want to let my body be left untaken care of for 45 years and then look up surprised at a doctor that something happened you know Mm -hmm. but it's also not out of shame or guilt oh how did you get here well we get there because we weren't taught how to take care of ourselves. When the slaves were emancipated, there weren't, no, it wasn't, this is how you go eight dimensions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's the same thing with women. 
you know, even 50 years ago, women weren't owning credit cards. Or, so we definitely weren't talking about how I break my 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 bank account down into five different checking accounts so that the cash flow can be correct for my business. We weren't having those conversations, you know. So for me, the physical wellness part is taking care of yourself, being preventative so that you can show up for everybody else. Yes, absolutely. And I love that because, again, that goes back into my chapter of social wellness, being the physical wellness. And like you said, the preventative and understanding why something is happening and why something is going on. Mm -hmm. And then you're taking care of yourself to then be a better support system for somebody else in this. And, you know, we think about generationally, just like we you said, the slaves weren't out here understanding this. Women weren't out here um, owning credit cards and being financially independent. Right. You know, for a while, they weren't educated um, in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. And they had to learn. They weren't allowed to be in certain occupations. So now that we've had these years of being able to handle all this and also being women of color, being Black, being able to now socially kind of be acceptable, more acceptable in different areas of the workplace and also being women, being more acceptable in more uh, male dominant uh, fields. Now it's like, there's so much to learn and there's so much to do, but I also want to make sure that when I have children or the children that I'm teaching, they are better equipped. They are better equipped to know how to handle these eight dimensions of wellness as well as taking care of themselves because maybe we weren't the most equipped or maybe my parents weren't the most equipped, but now we have the knowledge and now we can pass it on and now we can give it and we don't have to necessarily repeat the same mistakes. Right. And and the biggest thing too is, again, with the grace and how we look at the situation, uh, it is a different situation. We're a global society now you know so when you used to grow up maybe you'd be in your hometown you might know a few hundred people maybe a few thousand people you're in a really big city we're all over the world it's a lot more stimuli and things that are pawning for our attention and people that we can know and situations to consider you know so just to give grace to that but to also remember that we don't have to do it by ourselves and that's one thing I love about what I'm doing now. I remember in middle school and high school, at the first day of class, they would ask us questions like about yourself and stuff like that, you know. And one of the questions would be like, you felt you could have on the world. And I knew I wanted to be a good person. You know, I knew that I could benefit, but I also knew that if it was more than just me, I could do a lot more. And you as a person are never going to have all the answers, you know, but Courtney might know something that I might not know. And I might know know something that might be able to help Courtney tighten up on her discipline in a certain area. And that's how iron sharpens iron. And we're better together because I don't have to carry the weight of having all the answers in every, every time for every situation. Yes. Yes. And that's the part of having a good support system and carrying out that social wellness piece of being able to know who's around you, and being aware of who's around you, who can sharpen that iron, who can you be an addition to and not a burden to in their lives? How yeah. can you be an addition to someone's life and not a burden in their life? And that goes for your partners, that goes for your friends, for mm-hmm. your coworkers, mm-hmm. for all of the people that you have in your life. You know, those things matter and that matters for you to have as well. Mm-hmm. And as it pertains to self-care 
and treating yourself like an individual, you deserve to have a great support system as well. So don't leave yourself out of that equation when you're thinking about being an addition and and not a burden to other people. Think about that for yourself as well. Yeah, You don't want to have a bunch of burdens in your life where you're always weighed down and you can't get poured into for you to have anything to pour out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, that's how I think about self-care and the skin too. It's, it's, okay, this is going to take a lot out. So I need to make sure that I put more in, you know? So if I'm going to go to a party or I'm going to lead a a workshop and then do the podcast and then manage hundreds of people and talk to thousands of guests, then I definitely need to make sure that I give at least five minutes to myself. Or when I'm there, I know my attitude's going to be shorter. I know I'm not going to be as available for my team. I know I'm not going to have energy left to, to, you know, um, to actively participate in, casual conversations with my friends or my partner what does that look like and for me it it really helped me narrow down what I want to focus on doing a mission statement you know a personal mission statement that's one thing that um, is in the seven habits of highly effective people and it was interesting I was writing it out right and like a nerd I made it super long I said, I'm not just going to do a mission statement. I'm going to do it off the eight dimensions of wellness. So, you know, it was longer, right? Yes. Um, but it was beautiful. Like, this is who I want to be spiritually. This is who I want to be socially. This is what I, how I want my finances to look. And that's what I base my, my time that I spend off of, you know? So that's what helps. Mm, I love that. I love that. That is something to definitely consider when you're writing things down and you're writing what you want for your life and you're thinking about your hopes and dreams and stuff like that in your life books or your journals. Make sure that you write what type of person you want to be and what type of things you want to have in your life and not just physical things like, you know, like tangibles. But I'm actually talking about the type of person and the type of support that you want in your life as it pertains yeah. to everyone around you and what you want to be for others around you. So yeah. I think that's amazing, Shannon. And I love that everything that you said and everything that you stand for, because again, we are women connected in wisdom. We have a book coming out together and it's basically because we were able to work on those habits and actually get into therapy actually start taking care of ourselves that we're actually here to be able to do this podcast oh but let's give a shout out let's and and this is what i've been thinking about right so yes again with shalo glow the the foundation is to minimize the death rate of black females because we're Mm -hmm. not dying from chronic illness from overextension and under nurturing ourselves Okay, so Mm -hmm. that's really the mission of the company, making sure that women are taken care of. You know, when the women are taken care of, the families are taken care of. So do we care about the kids? Of course, you know, are the men included? Got to be. Everybody's got to be. We're starting with the women because we're the ones taking care of everybody else. And caretaking actually compromises your immune system. Right. So I want to give a shout out to Jessica because Jessica is the reason we met and with Shalo Glow, with Women Connected and Wisdom, the book and the rebranding, I've really been thinking about how did I get here, right? Like, it's crazy. Little Shannon used to say, I'm on top of the world at the playground, right? <laughs> and I'm literally on top of the world right now, top 10% with our podcast and our book that's coming out. And that's from Jessica, you know, and Jessica and I met at Kennesaw. I don't know if you know this, that we met at orientation. Did you know that? 
yeah okay so yeah so for the listeners who don't know if you don't know Jessica or I, or I uh we met at Kennesaw State's orientation and the first day of class I'm late got some food and had come with my Chick-fil-A into my English class first day of freshman year at Kennesaw State and I recognized her from across the classroom and we end up and I, I was like hey is your name Jessica and I think the first day <laughs> she had like blue eyeliner on so I was like I like your eyeliner and that's that's how we started talking and she was in my class and then the rest is history and because we stayed connected Courtney and I got connected and now she's one of the authors in my book you know so you really never know how stuff is going to work together where the connection is going to lead you and even though it's amazing to be connected to amazing people is it worth it if you're not okay you know if you show up and you're not taken care of or um, even in that situation like if there's something that that you need to talk about I found that it's really therapeutic to talk through it with those people. A lot of times people have better responses than um, I would think they might have. And surprisingly, sometimes if they have bad responses, then it's like, dang, you know, but that just means this is a person I need to let go so I can continue to move forward and, and continue to grow in the person that I want to be. Oh, man, I love that. Shannon, like, first of all, I'm getting a little misty-eyed, and I'm smiling from ear to ear because, you know, Jessica is one of my good friends, and um, to hear how you guys met is so cute and beautiful yes. uh, because I remember how I met my friends and, you know, a freshman, a freshman uh, orientation and just talking about those things, and we are still connected in some ways. But just to kind of tell you how Jessica and I met, we yeah. met at one of the schools and I was started out as a parapro and, you know, she's an occupational therapist. So I was like, I, I just, she was like the only black, other black person that I saw. And I was just like, uh, you know, one of the ladies that both of us were working with, I just had to ask somebody, I was like, am I tripping or do she have an attitude problem? Because I just want to know if somebody else catch it. <laughs> and that's, and I just asked her. And she was like, yeah, that's just kind of how she is. She talks to people like that. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm about to quit. This is not good for my, <laughs> this is not good for my occupational well-being. That part. Uh, so or mental. I had to quit. The money yeah. wasn't worth it. I was like, I'm done. And so me and her actually exchanged numbers and never connected. And then one day at Victory, I saw her leaving out and both of us saw each other. And we was like, what you look familiar. You look familiar. And yeah. then we connected that way. I invited her to my small group. And that's mm. how we became friends. And we stayed in contact. Oh, let's give a shout out to Victory, too. Because yes. Victory is one fusion, love fusion, right? I yes. was um, I was calling you, I think, earlier. And it said fusion. So did I get Courtney's number in fusion? But um, <laughs> love fusion, the young adults group used to go on Tuesday nights. And praise and worship is amazing, right? But outside yeah. of that. The reason I want to give a shout out is for Joe Ventrice, one of our authors, okay? We met at Fusion. And so because Joe and I met, Joe invited me to Manifestation Mondays. And that's how I met Christine. And now you and I are on her podcast. We got a book coming out and all of this stuff. So, Oh, man. That is a lot yeah. of con women connected in wisdom. That that's is what so we do. good. Yes. How grateful are we to be connected, huh? like and and it's interesting because I get it you know with friendships it's like dang this didn't go that way or I thought it was going to go this way but one one thing that is did you even did you give that person the opportunity you know did we communicate um 
what was their response? Was your response healthy? Were the expectations realistic? Outside of that, I, I feel like at least I've been blessed with adult friends who understand like, we're not going to talk every day because we don't have class together. This is not homeroom or yeah. me and Jessica. We used to be able to open up our bedroom door. I look down the hallway and she down there, you know, it's not, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. You got to drive to see your friends after college, you know? So um, just remembering to have realistic expectations and grace has really been beautiful. You know, the way I've put people on getting people jobs at the gym on campus, getting people salary manager jobs at Papado, getting people in the books and different things, but also the benefit that it's had to my life and just letting things flow and being open and communicating absolutely beautiful love it love it and it's and it is that way and it hurts sometimes it hurts sometimes because it doesn't always end in the way that you think it's going to be and that's what's the whole point of miami beaches and georgia peaches mm -hmm. but had i not healed from that yeah. or healing from that i wouldn't yeah. have been able to open my heart to the new people that i met in this adult friendship of mine and learning because i'm learning myself that we're not in college anymore and we can't talk like that and we are different people we are introverts and extroverts we have different mentalities we have different beliefs we have different things and it's about honoring people and being mm -hmm. genuine and letting them make sure making sure that they are honoring you and genuine as well that part and i was it seven habits of highly effective people has talked about honoring the differences you know so that's been one of the beautiful things I've been working with just being more conscious of like, I don't even, I don't have to get upset that you and I are different. I can celebrate because you're different, you know? And when you yeah. were talking about um, the give and the take, that's what I was thinking about when I stepped down, COVID happened and stepped out of Papado realized that I wasn't weighing strengths and weaknesses correctly. Right. I, love speaking into people love helping people reach their potential and so I always want to tell you the good stuff I have the confidence to have the conversations about the bad stuff might not have it if you're not the person that I need to spend the time to have the conversation with or if I feel like you're not open to it let's say a staff member or something if they're just going to be against it and that's the energy you bring then I'm not going to use the energy to 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 build you up if you're blocking me from doing that right mm -hmm. um, but outside of that where was I going? Shoot, I did that earlier too. Um, what was I talking about? The growing together, growing and being different and accepting that and honoring people's differences. Honoring people's differences and all oh, the strengths and weaknesses. And so that's the ebb and the flow, right? Where is the situation and what do I actually need? that is how you know what strengths you need, you know, and that's how you know if the weaknesses is a weakness or a liability. Sometimes certain weaknesses you can't afford to have around you because it's going to cost you too much, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's how I kind of ebb and flow. And so when I think about building a team or I'm thinking about even my skin regimen, what do I need right now? If I just exfoliated yesterday, I don't need to shave. I don't need to exfoliate right now because I'm about to shave. That's going to take too much away if I exfoliate and shave right here at, in the same shower so you got to kind of space it out so that your skin is constantly getting what it needs or again you're putting it back in with the moisture and the oil and the butter every day and that's how I think about my relationships over COVID you know people that are very close to me have had a lot of stuff going on which is most people you know so what is I'm glad that I knew enough to not be hurt 
to not take things personal, right? Those That's part of the four agreements to not make assumptions and realize that, hey, your your social support is going to shift because they where their life is shifting. So that means your social support is going to shift and it's not for you to take personal. It's just for you to 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 shift your expectations to see what the situation is and uh, to figure out what you need. Can you give it to yourself? Where do you need to get it from? You know, you just gave a whole word right there, a whole word, man. And I mean, I'm going to ponder on that because that's something I need to take an inventory of my own life and decisions and some of the new shifts that I've had in some of my relationships. So thank you for that. And of I know course. we're wrapping it up because we are we are over, but it's okay because it's been great. And I just, again, going back to some of the points that you made, Jessica and I are actually very different. She's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. You know, mm-hmm. there's just ways that she maneuver around things, the way that I maneuver around things, things that she needs and some things that considerations that she needs in, in different ways that I need those things. And so we have been trial and error in our friendship, but it's been so beautiful because she's been helping me be a better person and she inspires me just the way that she has a heart for serving and the way that she has a heart for people and a heart to just grow as a person. I just yeah. respect that. So I'm just so glad that she helped us make this connection. Yeah. She speaks so highly of you, by the way. And Thank you. so I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be connected to you. I'm happy that we have yeah. this book coming out together and that you guys invited me on your podcast, Women Connected and Wisdom Podcast on all platforms. Yes. So again, thank you so much. Can you leave the people with something great for them? Absolutely. And what I will leave is, you know, I feel like now you're doing these amazing things. They see the body. I've lost weight. They see the hair. It's grown out from the short TWA stage and it's all great. Right. But I, I still resonate with the story. Everybody has those things that they go through. You know, people have stuff with their skin. They have stuff with their friends. And so I will leave them with, if you want to get connected and not do it by yourself, if you want to tap into the eight dimensions of wellness and make sure that you're grounded in realistic expectations and healthy operating systems for yourself, you can find us again, like she said, on all platforms, womenconnectedandwisdom.com. We do have the site coming up. And that is going to be launching soon for our conference, October 25th to through the 28th. Ooh, ooh. We, we didn't even having, talk about the conference. We yeah. haven't. No, we got more stuff to talk about, more podcasts, more lives, all this stuff coming. Um, but yes, that's going to be in the end of October and the book is coming out next month. So stay tuned for that. And for Shalo Glow, we are also rebranding this week. So if you know that you want to get a that'll fit through TSA or a home glow kit because you know that you have a lot of a lot of skin that you need to moisturize a lot of people that's going to try to share it or some people that are going to try to take it i will warn you they will try to take your shea butter okay record this because if they take it across state lines i want you to know that i told you because it happens because they love it so much so if you got the home glow set the bigger size both of those are on shaloglow.com that's www.shaloglow s-h-e-a-l-o-g-l-o.com Right now we're taking pre-orders. And again, you want to get on that list because people are getting the sets. They're getting the unscented. They're getting the lemongrass and the signatures. So don't think that you can wait. If you're interested, go ahead and get on our pre-sale list. And we'll take care of you in the next upcoming weeks as we rebrand. And yeah, that's how you can connect. But you're not by yourself. And it gets better, especially if you put the work in. 
Oh, I love that, Shannon. Especially if you put the work in. Like Iyanla Van Zandt says, I've done the work. You know, and she's the life coach out there. She's the biggest one. So, you know, and also put me on the free list, girl, because I need to get my brown sugar and my skin stuff, okay? Let's talk about it. I'm going to text you after we get off to make sure I get your spot. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So Shannon, thank you so much again for coming on. I'm super excited. Again, this has been super awesome. Thank you. Again, I'm going to use your line. I'm so grateful to be connected. Yes, me too. Me and too. I will hit you back up. And again, guys, this is Life Coach Co. You can reach me at lifecoachco.com or on Instagram at lifecoachco. And again, if you want to sign up for my weekly emails, Monday Motivation, Tidbit Thursdays, Sign up and you get your little motivations and your little synapse all in one week. And I'll see you guys back next time. Bye. Have a great night.